1: Hello everyone, this is Rob golfy with REMAX, the Golfie team. Welcome to the golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin.
2: And another action-packed, jam-packed edition of the golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition here on 900CHML. Yes, Rick Zamprin here. Rob Golfie is a sales representative, REMAX, Scarpman Realty, the golfy team, the number one REMAX team in Canada. You got to call them if you want to get your home sold for top dollar in this, uh, well, as we're going to talk about on the show, a warming market here in Hamilton. That number to call is 905-575-7700, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfi.com, that's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. Check out the Golfie team on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and for an instant home estimates, go to golfihomevalue.com. That website again, GolfyHomeValue.com. Plug in a couple of digits and uh, you'll get a pretty good idea of what your home could go for if you put a Golfy for Sale sign on your lawn. We're seeing a lot of those in the city as per usual. On the show today, we're going to get to a number of uh, really interesting topics, including... The the overwhelming majority of millionaires make their money in real estate. And Rob is going to have some details and examples that uh, you perhaps could follow if you want to become a millionaire. We're going to talk also about the first home savings account and how that could be a big win for many people in this community and beyond. Talk a little bit about interest rates and what the Bank of Canada has done. There's a new polling out regarding Canada's housing markets. And while well, there's a little uncertainty. There's also some optimism as well. And we're also going to get into uh, some statistics about inventory on the show today here in uh, Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara. Before we get to that, Rob, how has your real estate life been this week?
1: Oh boy, it's been a crazy week. We had our awards uh, night uh, and it's like the Oscars. It's the golfy Oscars uh, at the, uh, for our team. We had a 100- 100 people on our team, uh, attend, there was about maybe about 10, 12 of them that, uh, couldn't make it because of either personal or other, other, uh, things that they had scheduled, but they, they regret, uh, that they couldn't make it, but it was an amazing night. And this is, this is our second annual one. Everybody loves it. Everybody, everybody shows up at, you know, they get dressed up. We've got, and then we do about an hour and a half of an awards. And then, uh, we do, uh, then we have like, you know, dancing and everything afterwards. A lot of fun. Everybody gets to know each other more more and more. And this is one of the events out of probably six events that we do a year that we get everybody together. And you know, and we're we're a large team, so we have agents right through the Niagara Peninsula, right through Burlington, Brantford. In all through Hamilton area, so they they live in all different parts. So we uh, get uh, limo buses that pick pick everybody up, and we all and then and everybody just hops in. Just the limo bus ride alone is is, is apparently is uh, a lot of fun. From uh, from uh, I was told. <laughs> so last night that was an amazing uh, event. We had our agent of the year announced, uh, which was Rose Martino. And uh, she was surprised and shocked, and 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 excited, and everybody's just clapping and cheering because they know she works hard. Uh, this lady uh, got her license uh, probably about six, seven years ago, and she was a dental um hygienist i think or dental assistant or something like that wow. and you know I mean, I, i'm not sure what her wages were but i mean anybody that's in that field would probably know maybe she's, you know but anyway this girl is one of our top agents on our team works hard shows up every day uh make always following up and very good with clients and everything if you don't like this lady it's it's not her it's you <laughs> something's wrong with you because she is an amazing lady and uh she got agent of the year and i'm so proud of her and so happy like like i'm i'm, I'm telling you she had a career uh, like a 25 30 year career being working in a dental office and then she gets into real estate and she quits cold turkey wow. cold turkey says hey i'm in like you know, there wasn't no retirement package or anything. She was, I'm leaving. I want to do a different career. She did it and she succeeded, and she's she's uh, she's doing an awesome job. So it's, uh, it's it's congratulations to her. And it was an amazing night, and uh, we look forward to it. It's exciting, and uh, yeah, we had uh, had a fantastic
2: time. That so, is that lots is amazing. Of food. Yeah. Congratulations to uh, yeah, Rose Martino, uh, agent of the year. That's great. And you, you were just mentioning lots of food, lots of fun at the after the party as well.
1: Yeah. Lots of food, lots of fun, lots, you know, people gathering pictures, everything. Just it's amazing. Amazing night. It was great.
2: Spectacular. You have a story about a seller who made a mistake.
1: Yes. Okay. So this past week, so, um, I went on this, uh, 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 an evaluation with these clients and my suggestion was like this house was listed on the market before, I think a 1.335. And I think I told this story a little bit a couple weeks ago, but, uh, but there's, there's a follow-up to this. So, uh, my suggestion was to list this at, at a million. And I said, we're still pushing it at a million. We're still pushing at a million. So they wanted to list at a million 50. So we listed at a million 50 against my recommendations. Again, I, I'm just an advisor, uh, you know, and, uh, so we listed a million fifty. So we end up, we end up having it on the market for a week. And, uh, and I said, Hey, listen, do you want, do you mind if we do an open house, but maybe we can create more action on it? No problem. So we get an offer and there were good till Saturday right now. Open houses are on Sunday and one came in at, uh, 850 and the other one came in at 998, nine. And, uh, so I went to the to the sellers and said, hey, guys, listen, remember I said one million is the number like we're pushing it. These guys came in pretty tight, close to a million. I think you guys got to look at this fiercely because um, I don't know, you know, they didn't want it. They signed it back at full price hmm. and the people walked away. So but so what happens here now? Uh, they walked away. I told, these, I told the agent that brought the offer, I said, just hang in there. Give me three more days. Give me three more days. Don't look at anything else. Give me three more days. I need, these people need to think about it and see what's happening. So during the time, they, they did go look at other properties and they were gonna uh, uh, put something on something else, but it didn't work out. So I was able to capture them to come back. They came back, but this time they came back at $975,000. Hmm. And so... And I'm like, oh, see now, see how though, see how it's dropping the price now because now, and so anyway, they dropped, We signed it back at nine ninety, and my client said, okay, let's go nine ninety. They realized they made a mistake. They realized it, and that was a that was a ten thousand dollar mistake they made by not taking the original uh, offer. When well, you got two offers coming in at the same time, and I know it's not the price that you want, and with my advice, I told them, you you know, we're asking a lot more than what. We feel the market is willing to pay. They should have taken it, but they didn't. And anyway, so we signed it back in 99. We got an offer accepted. Fantastic. It's sold conditional. Let's cross our fingers and let's hope it firms up. That's what I'm hoping for. So next week we can talk about see if it firms up or if it falls apart, then we're in bigger trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, hope, let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. But that's that's the thing that we go through. And sometimes the homeowner makes mistakes like that. And, and, it, and it cost them money. They realized it cost them money. And, uh, and Rick, it's just – it,
2: and it's tough. It's tough.
1: So you don't know what to do.
2: You also have a story about a seller that was considering selling their home to a neighbor.
1: Yes, this is a, a, a crazy story. So a seller, uh, an elderly woman, uh, was ready to make a deal with her neighbor – uh, to to buy her house for two hundred thirty thousand, like this is you know like in a small area, and um, she was ready to go. So she went and talked to the lawyer about doing this, and, and the lawyer says, "Listen, why don't you get a couple of valuations to see if that's the right number?" So Philip went there, and said, uh, "No, let's." Uh, I say uh, Philip goes there, and say, "Let's." I, I wouldn't sell it for two thirty. You're underselling it. So he says, "Why don't you put it up?" Uh, I would I would put it up for sale for two seventy $270, two seventy four nine. And hold offers, and she goes, okay, you know, and that. So then, all of a sudden, uh, the neighbor knows that Phil's going to list this house mm-hmm. and list it at two hundred seventy-four nine. The neighbor all of a sudden jumps and says, hey, I'll, "I'll give you that two seventy-four four nine. Bill says, "Uh uh-uh. uh, you're going to have to wait like everybody else does, and when it hits the market, then you know we're going to hold offers, and you can put your offer in at the time that we have the offer set date." Do you know? Uh, they got $150,000 more than from the 200, uh, uh, the 230,000 originally. <laughs> wow! Now this, this lady is going into a retirement home. Um, she needs every penny she can get. She was so happy and, and, and just in tears realizing she almost made the biggest mistake of her life by selling to her neighbor. And, uh, and her neighbor was just pushing, like pressuring, pressuring her on uh, trying to get that uh, property, uh, uh, you know, signed over to them uh, at, a, at a very low price. Like like you gotta be careful uh, when you're selling privately. So now the, the benefits, like the, the, the problem with selling privately is you don't know if you're selling too low or too high. Now, if you sell too high, you did great, fantastic. But if you sell too low and then you can't renege on that deal, yeah. you gotta honor that deal because you've got a contract. And same thing with buyers, sometimes buyers, it, you know, you are buying privately, you don't have the guidance of a realtor to, to walk you through and say, Hey, listen, the history on this house is this, the history on the neighbor's house is this, the history of the uh, house across the street. This is what happened. You don't get that. If you're buying privately, you just get what is in front of you from the, the person that's selling privately. So you gotta be very careful. This lady here, could have been swindled out of $150,000 and, and it didn't happen. And, uh, so she was very, very thankful. And, uh, and we're glad that, uh, that didn't happen to her. And she was luckily, uh, luckily that she mentioned something to her lawyer and the lawyer, uh, recommended to talk to a few agents. So So that was,
2: uh, it's crazy. That is a a pretty remarkable story. So after the break, I want to ask you, If, in fact, it was the neighbor who bought the house. Don't answer the question now. We need a little cliffhanger for our listening audience. Uh, So we're going to get the answer to that question. We're also going to get the answer to the inventory question here in Hamilton. What does that look like? What kind of stress is that putting on the local real estate market? And uh, you will have noticed the weather warmed up earlier this week and has been warm into this weekend. The real estate market in Hamilton also warming up as well. We'll tell you what that means going forward. Here on the Gulfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.
2: Welcome back to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative, REMAX Scarpman Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob dot I.com. Call the number one REMAX team in Canada, 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. If you want to sell your house, Or you are in the market to buy a house, you got to call the Golfy team today, 905-575-7700. You can also get an instant home estimate and figure out what your home could go for on the open market. That website is GolfyHomeValue.com. Again, GolfyHomeValue.com. And the Golfy team dominating the social media scene in town, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook. Check them out, give them a like, follow their feeds. Still to come on the show, we'll talk about the first home savings account how many millionaires make their money, hint, real estate, and a new poll from RBC that shows that there is some uncertainty, but some optimism as well about Canada's housing market. Uh, But back to that scenario where there is an elderly woman selling her home, Neighbor pushing her to sell. She was thinking 230K. Phil Golfie comes to the rescue and say, Well, hold the Ford here. We're gonna list it 2749. They get 380, 150 over asking, and she is now in a retirement home, smiling ear to ear, I'm sure. Did the neighbor in fact end up buying that house or was it someone else?
1: It was somebody else. Wow. There you go. Wow. See that? So you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. So it, uh, it, uh, it's uh, just, you know, that like it, it, she was smart to call a couple of realtors in to get uh, a, a second opinion or, or, or an opinion at all yeah. uh, without, uh, uh, you know. And, and, you know, this happens more often than you think. Really? This happens a lot. So, so be careful. Uh, always get, uh, get opinions out there and, uh, and play it safe.
2: Sounds like this neighbor had about $300,000 hanging around. And then when it got to three eighty, he was like, "Now, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. Let's talk about inventory in Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara. Where are we sitting with that right now? So in
1: Hamilton, we're sitting about one and a half months of inventory of real estate. So if we stopped listing any houses right now, all the houses on the market right now would be gone in about a month and a half. Okay. And that that's for the Hamilton surrounding area in Niagara. Um, they're, they're holding pretty good. They're at two, uh, two, 2.8 months. So they, they have that much inventory in, in, uh, in the area that if they stopped, uh, you know, listing, they would have, they would have that much long Burlington. They got less than a, uh, less than a month and a half of inventory of real estate. So that's what's, what. And that's going to drive prices to go up. Now, now if you take a look, uh, Bur- Burlington has always been strong, even during the, the, like the uh, September, October, November last year. But if you look at Hamilton, Rick, uh, it, it was up three and a half months of yeah. inventory in December. Yeah. Remember how we said November, December? That's when the best time was to find deals. And, and, and you jump on it. Like, it's just, uh, but like you could have bought something in Hamilton, in December, close on it in February and probably made some money on it. Same thing, same thing in Burlington, the higher, the higher the number, the more the gain. And, uh, I mean, but also more the risk, but, uh, but Niagara is, is you know, still chugging along. And I think, I think Niagara is gonna, is gonna, uh, uh burst in probably in about another month or two. And then you're gonna see that. So right now, uh, you know, there's some deals in Niagara. Get in there because I'll tell you, there's going to be a jump in real estate uh, values over there that's going to happen in the next uh, month or so. But, um, yeah, you you gauge this
2: and you see how the market goes. I, I would say that the inventory in Niagara has dropped considerably when you compare it to November, December, even January. I mean, November, December is about six months worth. Now it's down to just under three. That, that's a pretty steep decline it's huge like like when you're talking about January February of last year
1: that's when the market was just insane that was last year but now now but look at and then and then uh, January of 2023 five months of inventory then it drops down in February to three 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 point three, three and a half months and now we're at two 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 months and three weeks probably of inventory hmm. in uh March so and it's and it's gonna continue declining and uh, you're gonna find you know that like it's funny how the market goes. We're we're back now. We dropped. Like I said, our real estate our real estate recession is over now. Things are starting to climb back, and uh, and you're going to start seeing uh, more people coming into the market. People get it. This is the this is the uh, interest rates that they are. This is the prices, and uh, now people are moving forward. There's you know they're moving forward to. Uh, Homeownership
2: blends into our next topic uh, quite nicely, and we talked about this on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML earlier on in the week, and that's the uh, the optimism here in in Hamilton as the weather has warmed up in spring. So too has the real estate sector in this city, in particular, because uh, you know the the average price, for example, in January was about seven hundred ninety three thousand dollars. That dropped to seven fifty in March, and uh, you know, you look at the inventory numbers, it kind of makes sense as to what we're seeing in terms of the price.
1: Yeah. Month over month, things are climbing and uh, the confidence is back. First time buyers are coming and uh, they're, they're, they're jumping in and, and, and people that now feel like if they, if, if their house is paid for, you got people that are moving. Uh, they have no problem moving because now they feel that that's the real estate values. Now, if you are selling your house and buying your house in this at this at the same market there's no change whether the market's high or whether the market's low so like i mean it it's gonna it's gonna balance out so those people there that are buying and selling the same market it, it washes out you're you're not you're not gonna lose and you're not you're not gonna gain it just balances out the people that are buying uh in right like right now they like these prices, I, I'm gonna tell you, I think that we're at the bottom. A lot of people, and everybody's got opinions that they're gonna say, you know what, we, we're gonna see market values go down. I think this year, we're gonna see a, a little bit of a, a gain, a little better than what we're expected uh, with with the market. And uh, and I think, you, you know, just get in. I mean, we like I said, we, we went bottom belt in November, December. It was a seven month decline from April right to December now we're ready to to get back where the market's uh, doing well now 2024 can be a little bit different because a lot of mortgage renewals are going to be coming up now those mortgage renewals people have 1.5 1.9 uh mortgage uh mortgage uh interest rates so now they're going to have to come into like a four and a half to five five and a half interest rates that's where we're going to see a little bit of probably a bumpy road for a little bit Mm -hmm. and we have to see what these people are going to do uh when these new mortgage payments come in for these uh people that are with the new interest rates uh, that uh, uh, that's going to happen. Now,
2: hopefully they come down next year and it won't be as bad. There is some uh, optimism and, and a little bit of uncertainty as well. When we look at RBC's annual home ownership poll It found that 40% of Canadians expect to pay less for a home in 2023, which I think is phenomenal news. 25% of people said they are unsure about the type of market Canada is in. And 18% don't know whether now is a great time to buy. So let's uh, tackle this piece by piece. That first item, 40% of Canadians expect to pay less for a home in 2023. Uh, You know, when we're looking across the country, there's certainly different Uh, house prices uh, uh, around this nation, when it comes to Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara, are are you expecting some deals to be had throughout 2023? Yeah, there's always deals out there. And and I'm going to tell you,
1: for for a first time buyer getting into the marketplace, I, I, I think the bungalows are the best ones for them to buy with a side entrance and a front entrance they can convert the downstairs into an apartment for somebody that can generate rental income for them. And then they can live on the upper floor until they get more comfortable in their financial situation. But now they're building equity. And, uh, but I, I do feel there's a lot of confidence happening right now and, and everybody's in a good mood. We got good weather uh, happening right now. I, I know the weather people are saying, don't get used to this because we are going to have some cold spells coming through. But I mean, but anyway, regardless, the weather is fantastic. It's beautiful. Everybody's wearing, you know, spring jackets and, you know, people are starting to drive with their convertibles. (laughs) Um, So so the confidence is there. The mood is good. Uh, You know, they're holding off on the interest rates and prices are at a decent level and they're not at the
2: level they were at the first quarter of last year. So it's all good. It's all good. The other part of this, 25% of people said they are unsure about the type of market Canada is in, whether it's a buyer's market, a seller's market, or a stable or balanced market. Uh, here in Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara, where are we at with that?
1: Um, I, I think we're at a, 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 a stable market, but it is a little bit favored on the uh, on the seller's side, uh, just because of the low inventory. Um, but it's, uh, and, and that's where a lot of the consumers, the, the more, the more cautious you are as a consumer, the more it's going to cost you. And, and so, and, and I get it. Like, you know, these, these, these consumers that are very, they analyze everything and, and, and it seems like sometimes they never jump in. And some of these people have the down payment and they're thinking it's going to change. It, it, it isn't like this year, like, like if you buy something now. I always say in 10 years, it's going to double. It always does. Like, for instance, the one thing that people are more unsure of, which I think is the general population, is people going to buy uh, a condo uh, that's not built yet or a house that's not built yet. Nobody is willing to take the risk to find out. Uh, they go to a new home site and the builder says, hey, this house is going to be ready in 12 months from now. Well, the the, the, the buyers going, well, I don't know if I want to wait that long, one because of we don't know what the interest rates are gonna be next year. Yeah. I wanna lock in whatever it is now. And two, I, I don't wanna sign something saying that if there's a, an increase in, in uh, construction costs that I may have to pay the difference for that. And and who knows how long. So right now, builders, the way they're gonna make money is they're, they're gonna to have to build houses on spec. And that's the only way they're gonna sell them because otherwise, People don't want to wait a year because they don't know what the market or the or, or the economy is going to be in a year from now. So, or even three years from now, if it's a condo. So, so right now, I, that's the unsure part. But I get it with the people uh, about being unsure. But don't be unsure now. I think go for it if you're a- analyzing everything because you're it's going to cost you money by analyzing.
2: Uh, some other stats from this RBC Home Ownership poll, and this is where the optimism really bleeds through. Nearly 80% of first-time home buyers felt that they were in a better position to buy a home than in previous years. 65% were optimistic about the housing market over the next year, and 51% said they believe homes will be affordable in the near future. All big check marks for those looking for a home, which... Uh, brings me to the Bank of Canada's midweek interest rate announcement in which they said, we're going to hold the line. It's still at 4.5%. And many in the real estate and the mortgage industry are saying this is sending a strong signal to buyers and sellers that rates have hit their peak, and it's it might just trigger more and more home sales. Do you see that announcement earlier this week impacting how many homes are sold within the next month or so?
1: absolutely they just added fuel to the fire so things are going to start really uh jumping in uh uh and, and the consumers are feeling confident that you know and, and almost there was an announcement but it wasn't really that that like it wasn't like a big news like everybody was waiting for it even that myself as a realtor you know like all the other last year i was i was okay hey when did they announce it i want to know what the interest rates at like i was like like watching it, listening, waiting for it to find out what the announcement is right now. It's like, okay, it's just another day. And oh, they didn't announce a, 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 a rate hike, you know, cause they do that. I think 11 times or 10 times a year, they do the announcement. So it's no, no announcement of a rate hike. So it just adds, uh, added fuel to the market, my opinion. So you're going to see the market pick up quite a bit. Um, it's, the, the with the low inventory, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a, a little bit of a seller's market for the next couple of months or maybe more.
2: It, it could be more because Tiff Macklem, the Bank of Canada governor, said, "Listen, he foresees this rate. If if things stay how they are, he sees this four and a half percent continuing for the foreseeable future, and potentially by late this year there could be a decline in interest rates. And that you talk about adding fuel to the fire. This is pouring kerosene on a campfire. We we could have a late year explosion of homes trading hands.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. If if, if it's fixed. So even, you know what, I'll tell you, these interest rates right now are even below normal in my opinion. And, and, uh, and anybody that, that is like my age or around my age, they'll understand what I'm saying. The young millennials may not. And they'll say, what, what are you talking about? No, these, this is, this is good. These are great interest rates. And, uh, and it's, so don't feel, you know, like you're going to wait for this to come down. They may come down next year. We don't know, but these are good interest rates.
2: Let's move to the, uh, the first home savings account. It's finally arrived. This came into effect on April 1st, although banks are adjusting. It, it's not in effect. If you go to the bank, you can't ask for this because it, it's not set up yet, but it, it gives prospective home buyers an opportunity to contribute tax-free Eight thousand dollars each year, up to a lifetime contribution of forty thousand dollars. So the max you can put in is forty grand. If you're a couple, you can each do this, each put up to a maximum again throughout the lifetime, a fifteen-year span, of forty thousand dollars. I uh, personally, you know, if I'm a first-time homebuyer, this is good news. I'm, I'm getting a tax-free device to use. The only downfall is the max is forty dollars because at the end of the day with house prices the way they are, that's not a lot of money to put on a down payment. I mean, it's a great help, but you need a little bit more than that, i would I would think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know it isn't a lot of money. So what they did is they figured forty thousand, they they put an average across Canada, and uh, they said, okay, forty thousand works because you know, home prices are are not as expensive in Calgary, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba and also on the East Coast. And, uh, but Toronto and Vancouver, it it doesn't help them that much. It's so now they, they may have to dip into their RSPs and, uh, but, uh, but, but we'll talk about that more after the break. I've got the yes.
2: red light saying, hey, break time. Okay, <laughs> I, do, I do have a couple of questions okay. on this too. Yeah, we'll get to it after the break here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.
1: So hard. Now
0: everything is easy because of you la, 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 la,
2: la, 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 You are listening to the golfy real estate show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfie, sales representative. REMAX is Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home, you got to call the number one REMAX team in Canada. The Golfie team, 905-575-7700. Again, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfi.com. That's robgolfi.com. And as the commercials say, start packing. Uh, also, you can follow the Golfie team on TikTok and Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, they also are offering an instant home estimate. Go online to golfihomevalue.com. I'll plug in some numbers, put in a couple of digits here and there, and you'll get a fairly good idea of what your home could go for on the open market. Again, that website, golfyhomevalue.com. Just before the break, we were diving into the first home savings account, also known as the FHSA, it came into effect on April Fool's Day. But really, it's no joke for first time home buyers or prospective home buyers who are jumping into the market for the first time. They can contribute up to $8,000 of tax free savings each year for a maximum of 15 years and a maximum of $40,000. And, Rob, both you and I agree that, you know, this is great for someone in, I don't know, Saskatoon or maybe in Cape Breton. GTHA, probably a different story. I would have loved to see a little more wiggle room in terms of how much people can save.
1: Absolutely. Now, I I talked to my accountant about this, about... How long do you like, like this is an actual tax deduction off your, off your income. Now I called him. I said, Hey, listen, how long do you have to keep this in the account? And he sent me an email, uh, yesterday and he said 30 days. So for instance, so my my cousin, uh, Roman and Anthony, their daughter and their, uh, future, their fiance are looking to buy a house and I'm going to go to them and say, Hey, listen, get your kids, get each of them that $8,000 in their tax-free savings account, because they'll be able to get right off $8,000 off their income tax. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, like depending what tax bracket they're in, but they at least will get some money back from income tax because of this. Now, I know a lot of the banks don't have this set up yet, but go to the bank, whatever bank that has the first one that's set up, find the bank that is setting this up and get your $8,000 in there because you can buy a house, get the $8,000 tax write-off, Buy a house in 60, 90 days, close in 60, 90 days and use that 8,000 and you got a tax deduction out of it. So definitely I would say go for it, uh, put them, in, in, you know, find a find a bank that's got it set up and then put the 8,000 and you just basically helped your income tax uh, situation for uh, the 2023 income tax. And even if it's only 8,000, but if you don't buy a house this year, next year, put another 8,000 each of you has, both partners each of you has, and when you buy your buy your house you you know you you're gonna get that money from the deduction plus you got the savings on it so I think it's I think it's great um, but you got a maximum of forty thousand dollars and you have to use it within 15 years uh, yeah. so and if and I think if it goes over 40 if you build I think you have to pay uh, um, uh, tax on a one percent tax I think if I read this right over uh, the the 40,000 if I'm, if, uh, yeah, if I'm correct. So, so just get your, get that $8,000 in there. And, and if you're, if you're, if you got a closing date 90 days, the key thing is getting finding a bank that has it set up already, and, and, and they said most banks won't have it set up till the summer. So,
2: yeah. uh, another tool that some people have used. In fact, I used this many moons ago. The Home Buyer's Plan, where you take money from your RSP, goes into this plan. You have 15 years to pay it all back and you use that money as a down payment. So, there are, you know, the, the government has done a decent job in offering some new tools and devices for first-time home buyers. This latest one uh, might be a really good one to uh, to investigate. A couple more minutes left in this segment. Uh, we'll, we'll start. Off, and we'll continue it in our final segment coming up. And that is how the overwhelming number of millionaires in the United States invest in real estate. This is where they really make their money. And, and, and in many regards, they invest and then they put their feet up and 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 count the millions that roll in. Uh, there are seven reasons why these millionaires are investing in real estate and we're going to explain, or at least Rob will, on, on why you may f- want to follow suit. So reason number one, and this is a good one, passive income. So how does this work?
1: Yeah, so you've got income that, uh, that is continuously coming in while you're still doing your life, working your job, or doing whatever. And it, you'll find that a lot of, uh, especially a lot of older immigrants, uh, no matter what nationality, they've purchased property when they were young and they still own it. And and these guys don't let go. They don't let go <laughs> until the day they die. And then the kids will end up selling it, but they had passive income from it. Now, you know, there's such great opportunities out there. And, and these guys lived on this and, they, and these people had their houses paid for like these properties, rental properties. They weren't, they weren't the type of people that would refinance and buy another one, refinance. They'd buy, they would have one, two or three and boom. And they just, Tenants paid for the build, uh, paid for their buildings, and they were end up. They ended up being paid off, and and they just that was their retirement. That was their pension. So this is a great opportunity. Uh, for for people to have
2: uh, in, uh, passive income that way. We'll uh, explain a few other reasons on how you could soon become a millionaire by investing in real estate. We'll dive into that next year on the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Oh.
2: go Around here on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHL. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative, Remax's Garmin realty, the Golfie team. The Golfie team, the number one Remax team in Canada. You got to call them today if you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home. That number is 905 575 7700 online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Check them out on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well. We're going through the top seven reasons why 90% of U.S. millionaires invest in real estate, and more importantly, why you should follow their lead. Number one was passive income, income. Invest in real estate and see that money flow in. You don't really have to do a lot of work after you make that initial investment. Reason number two, there's a bunch of tax benefits that go with investing in real estate.
1: There is a lot of tax benefits that come from it. Um, I remember, and I still, I still get a lot of tax benefits, uh from this, but I remember when I first started becoming a first time, uh, real estate investor, um, and I, and I had a job that was making great money, but I couldn't believe if my income tax, I would get money back. Like I was buying a lot of real estate. I was fixing up to, you know, doing different things with these properties, but I would get a, uh, a, a check from the government every spring because, you know, I did repairs, I did this, did that. Now it does cost money to do that, hmm. but you're you're able uh, to write off, and everybody wants to know what, what is a write-off, but you're able to write off a lot of things uh, that normally you couldn't write off uh, if you didn't have an investment property. And you'd be amazed on how much more uh, money you'll have in your pocket because uh, of an investment uh, property the tax benefits that offers it's incredible and everybody should have at least one property investment property for tax benef- tax benefits and it 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 just uh, it will help it will help your tax situation
2: reason number 3 90% of millionaires in the US make their money in real estate is leverage for a relatively small investment in comparison, the, the you know you're going to be able to finance the rest. This gives you some leverage to do a lot with that investment. Absolutely, there was a there here on on Charlton a property came up for sale
1: this past week, and it there was a fire at this property and uh, it was a large property uh, 4,700 square feet. I looked at this and I said wow. So I, I I you know I saw it in the morning. I looked at it. I drove to it. I walked around it, and you could tell it was all fenced in because there was a fire. This house has been gutted. So I go, this is perfect. You could probably put six to eight units in there, maybe even more, depending if you want one bedrooms or two bedrooms. And I figured out the cost, you know, you can get a, uh, almost $1,900 for a one bedroom and $2,400, $2,300 for a two bedroom. So it depends how much you want to build in there. I said, this is perfect. You, they were asking 899 but it may cost you $800,000 to $1 million, to, $1 million to, to finish, to redo this thing. This place would be worth two and a half. The two point seven million dollars <laughs> after it's done. Wow! You you do it. You fix it. Refinance. Get your money back out of it, and you go on to the next one. When you refinance a property that you have, it, it it's gone up in uh, in a, in value. You can refinance it. It's tax free. You use that money to buy another one. So really, you only need the down payment of the first property to to, to buy. After that. That property will help you buy another property, and so on, and so on, and so on. That's how you do it to make it wealthy in this business.
2: Number four, the number four reason why 90% of millionaires in the States, and probably here in Canada too, make their money in real estate is they're saving time with syndication, which is basically partnering with other experts in this field to make uh, whatever project work. You have money in that project, and you're benefiting from that by using other people who are experts in their field absolutely a lot
1: this is where the billionaires make become billionaires they invest in uh in private equity and uh, like a REITs when it REITs our, our real estate investment uh, uh trust and what they do is they invest and let other people manage and and they do the buying and, and managing of the real estate and they invest and they get the benefits from it that's another way so you don't have the headache and you'll see, you'll hear on the radio, Hey, you can invest in this, uh, invest with us. We manage it guaranteed. No losses, no monthly and no losses at, at all, in, uh, during a year. You'll always have growth. So not only that, they have cash flow, plus they have the equity, uh, growth of the, of the property. This is, this is a, a, a really good way. If you don't want the headaches of, of being a, uh, an investment owner of a, a real estate.
2: Uh, reason number five, appreciation. We can also all, all, all uh, you know understand what that's all about. Home prices going up, doubling every 10 years, as Rob has mentioned. Cash flow number six, that's easy to understand. And the last one, reason number seven, it's a tangible asset. You can see it, you can touch it, you can feel it, you can do stuff with it, which is a big factor as well.
1: That is it, 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 Absolutely. It, it's brick and mortar. That's the best uh, investment you can have.
2: We get a run. We want to remind you that you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for The Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform. Hit that follow button so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to The Golfy Real Estate Show. We are back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program.
0: Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed expressed. expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 chml